We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. We got the truth. We do, but listen, we got today's show is about reflection. And one thing I know and we know is this song is too long, but we're going to listen to finish up. Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent property management. We love it. But Travis has told me that it's way too long. Except when I sing. We got the truths. We We got got the big truths. A small business sponsored by Yes, I rent. How's that? Is that better? (laughs) All right. So, you know, it is bearing on the last day or two of 2020, Travis. Mm. This is Joe Watkins and Travis Castle, your two hosts of the Big Trues of Small Business, and it is sponsored by Yes, I Rent. We appreciate those guys in Atlanta, Georgia, doing fantastic property management. Um, you can find them at yesirent.com. So, and listen, we've had some audience members going, well, how do we get in contact with you guys? Well, we have an email now. It's info at bigtruesofsmallbusiness.com. In fact, if you send that out, you will receive an email back from my Yes I Realty email. <laughs> <laughs> so no, the info at, at bigtruesofsmallbusiness.com, you will get to us. And we want your feedback. We want your thoughts. We want anything you want to send us. We're here. But 2020 has been a tough year, Travis, uh, as we've, I think all know. It's been a difficult, different interesting year in some cases businesses have flourished in other cases businesses have closed and so this show of reflection is called reflection 2020 um we don't have a lot of planned ideas in this show but we're just going to talk about what did the year bring and what did we learn and what and what does it mean for next year we're going to talk a little bit about what the big truths of small business has been and where it's going to go so, Travis, being the talent of the show that you <laughs> oh, are. God. The uh, show is in trouble. <laughs> um, get, give us a, a little recap for our new audience members. Mm. What, why, when, and where do we start this, this Big Truths of Small Business podcast? Where did it come from? Uh, what compelled us to do it? What have, what, in, 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 in your own words, what, what have we... How have we grown from it? Well, I mean, when, when we think back to the sort of the origin story of the, which I like using that word, it makes me feel kind of a little bit smarter, a little bit younger. The origin story of our podcast, you and I both wanted, um, we wanted something we just enjoyed doing. I mean, that 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 is the really the beginning of this show. What what do we do? So Joe and I, we have a lot of conversations. Our business partnership is built on the idea that, you know, the reality is it's better together, I think. And, uh, and so we wanted to explore that in another way. And the podcast became that way. It's something we enjoy doing. It brings us together. We take private conversations that you and I have been having for uh, a few years now. We're making them public. And we thought that would be kind of cool. And so a lot of the goals I think we had, um, were accomplished, but look, there, there's not, there wasn't to me, this was not some big, by the end of 2020, we're going to be doing this with this podcast. It was just a platform for you and I to get together, talk about stuff that we thought mattered. And I feel like we have done that, you know, I mean, that mission accomplished in, in terms of that. Absolutely. Me. We had no hard core agenda here to, 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 grow some certain amount of audience or, or make money on this thing. We, we just, we just wanted to talk about the things that matter to us and we wanted to express challenges in our business and in our life and in our world. And hopefully some of you guys have resonated with some of that. And, uh, you know, it's been a, 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 such a fun time for us that, that we are going to continue this, this podcast in 2021 and we're going to continue it in a big way. Hmm. Um, so we, it's probably been several months ago, but we got super excited. We actually were just listening to uh, 
our first show that was on YouTube. We were excited. This has been many, many months ago. We we had bl- the best laid plans to have a podcast where we could use some equipment we had acquired uh, and with very little technical skills, we would put off a, a good YouTube channel. And uh, best laid plans didn't, didn't go so well. Uh, audio didn't line up with video. And the post-editing requirements were beyond our time and capabilities. And so, um, so we continued with the podcast without, without the, the YouTube. Now, you know, for those that uh, have listened to the last several shows, you know that we own a RV designed to podcast and video cast in Travis. Oh, we're actually in it right now. We've heavily invested. We're in it right now. We've heavily invested with oh, the idea God. that we're going to expand on this fun we're having. And we're going to bring, we are committed to bring a much deeper intellectual set of, of uh, things to discuss and people to interview. It's a pretty high bar you just set, right? Well, there. listen, we didn't have any expectations on ourselves this year. We, we got people we knew to, to come in and do some interviews. We, we, we probably a third of our shows were interviews. Um, I think we're wanting to do 75% of our shows being interviews in 2021. Well, and th- th- this is a, a significant piece, I think, to this conversation, too. Anybody listening, anybody, and, and, and we know there's a few of you guys that listen. So, hey, we, you don't know how much we appreciate it. it it's kind of a, an awesome thing, but um, we think about you a lot. Joe and I talk about you a lot and what you would want to hear, but the thing that we kind of think separates us, and look, there's, there's a, there are a number of other podcasts where this is true in the podcast, but Joe and I are running kind of multiple businesses while we're talking about doing it. So from week to week, what is on our minds about our business has kind of become our show. You're hearing very genuine topics. And it's the things that we're talking about, the solutions we're trying to find in our businesses to pay our bills is what we've talked about. So one of the things on that, what was it? Give me the email address one more time, Joe. Info at bigtruesofsmallbusiness.com. Part of what I'd love this show to be about is some version of feedback from somebody that's listening in terms of content. What's interesting to you? What has been interesting to you are questions Show ideas. I think that would be cool to hear, just to hear from you guys. Would love to know what what their favorite show of the year was. Absolutely. I think we've done 32 or 33 shows prior to this one. And would love to know which one's your favorite. Uh, That maybe helps us in the future uh, in understanding what what our listeners enjoy. Which one was your favorite? Oh, man. God, so don't put me on the spot like that. (laughs) (laughs) They run together a little bit. There's been a few. I mean, I... There, there's been a couple of them that I thought were really fun that we interviewed. Um, the Rebound continues oh. to have some 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 love for me. I just love that show, The, the rebound. rebound. Give it, give a little little one minute explanation. What, what, I mean, the rebound, the rebound was was a show about hey, you've been in business a while, and you had some expectations about what your what that looked like and what you expected out of it, and 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 you were so energetic and excited in the beginning. Somewhere along the way, you you lost some of that. And in our quest uh, of, of discovering what we need to be excited again, to go to work, uh, we discussed the rebound. What were the steps? What are the things we needed to do and think about to bring us back to that same level of excitement and enjoyment that we were, that we were tackling like when it was new? And that was the rebound. We felt like that the middle-aged guys probably could relate to that one more than the young guys. Um, and we had some comments that, that, that it really did. So that was a big one for me. Um, and, and, and as you know, these are a lot of just philosophical discussions because this year has been a year of slow down, listen, think about our actions a little more carefully. Think about how we spend money a little more carefully. Think about our customer a little bit differently. Think about our own life experiences a little bit differently. Think about the things that are important to us that we want to influence. Like this show we, we talked about today, this show is 
a a stamp, a a a document potentially in history for our future generations. It is. This is this is us pouring into our future generations. Well, and we and specifically our, our own kids it, it, and their kids and their kids. Anybody listening has to understand part part of what we do when we speak into the microphone here is we understand it's recorded. It's published on the internet. We apologize for some of the things we said. <laughs> well, look, I mean, one way or the other, right or wrong, it's published, man. It, it's out there in, in the, the category where, yeah, I mean, people are going to listen to it and people that we know and care about listen to it. Um, what, you know, one of my favorite shows um, was talking about your customer. Because, again, we're a small business show. I mean, we and we do our best. I mean, Joe and I, we can get kind of up in the clouds, but when we bring it down, I thought we I thought we did pretty good with getting to know your customer. We we talked about some businesses that achieved that and that kind of hit it out of the park. And what we're always looking for, and Joe's term is nuggets. He's an old you know as an old Chick Fil A guy, all he knows is nuggets anyway. So so nuggets, you know, from that show. But we talked about some some companies that really got it right. Uh, I don't know the name of that show. It's been that's probably about six weeks ago. Yes. Uh, looking at some of that. Yeah. I thought that was a Oh, personal biases. Oh, well, we know. We learned a lot there. Jeez. And we said we need to go back to that one, and, and we do, because I, I went back and looked, and our first personal biases segment was only 30 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, we did one on humility. Love the show on humility. Uh-huh. That was one of my favorite shows, humility, because partly because I don't, I don't know that I think about that very often i i will run over humility <laughs> and so i needed that show for me to to go wait wait a minute uh-huh. um and so you know why the tape measure is important in your business well i completely forgot about that one you know that was, that was about measuring in the numbers and yeah. how can you how can you you know fix or change or modify what you don't measure mm. you know uh, so we've had some good ones. Um, well, the, the the last one we did, I kind of thought was a bit of a culmination of of some uh, yeah. number of thoughts and ideas. I thought was a pretty good one. I see you. I see you. Yeah, that was a, a big culmination of a lot of this. Uh, you know, what's important? Are you really focusing on it? Is it is it is it in your frontal view or is it in your rear view? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really what this show is. What, what would you say, I mean, I've got kind of a thought, and there's one word that comes to my mind, but what, what would you say after 32 podcasts, us peering into our business life, frankly, our personal life, the show really is how does, how, you know, managing your personal and business. We're, we're, we're not just isolated here in the business where a lot of our stuff goes into how your personal life affects how you run your business. And I think that's the void in the podcast market to me. Um, a lot of our, we, we mentioned, I mean, so a lot of our topics <laughs> maybe don't have a positive sound to them. <laughs> we're when a little you, negative a few times. <laughs> but it was because yeah. the art of reconciliation. That's where we were. If, if, you, if you have unreconciled relationships, I, that drags into your business. And, 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 and well, out of that show, you reconcile with I some got, people. I got a couple guys I text with now that I, I You're I, back I, friends I with some folks. I've, 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 I've taken old friends that were I'd written off and they're new friends again. I mean, this stuff, if you actually do some of this stuff, you go back and listen to some of these episodes, you go, you know what? I'm going to grab one thing and I'm going to go do something with it. It's kind of crazy. Kind of change your life a little bit. I mean, it can. I mean, and, 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 and sometimes we just need validation from somewhere else or somebody else that you're not alone. That's right. You're feeling these things too. And so, you know, our show has not been to espouse the truth. This is, we're going to make this more clear. We're going to have a new intro for 2021 that, that uh, is a little bumper on the front of this thing. And, and, and we're going to, you know, say this more, but we don't claim to know that all the truths or espouse, espouse the truth, but we are Definitely seeking the truth. We're well, definitely it, trying to understand more about how it all works. We, we are seeking the truth, and we believe that the truth actually exists. It exists. And we're, we're living in a world that more and more wants to discuss your truth and my truth and this moving truth. Well, you know, for the small business owner in that conversation, that becomes very difficult. If the truth, if the truth moves around and it's subjective— <clears throat> 
what do we do? I mean, we don't know what to do with that. So we actually believe there is an actual truth that is out there in terms of how to run your small business, how to integrate that with your friends, your family, your faith. And that's what we're in pursuit of. Yeah. And look, and, 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 in all the different businesses that, that we've, uh, interviewed and been a part of, there's so many more out there that I think we can discover some, some unique things. Like I, we've talked about the music industry. We want to maybe touch that this year. Let's talk to some people that are you know, professional producers, some songwriters, some singers, some, you know, and, and understand what their small business looks like and, and how are they tapping into what they need to tap into? Because I think we can learn. We learned, I mean, the, the start of all this started from the song we wrote, right? Yeah. Uh, the, a hard gospel we wrote in Nashville in January and, and uh, that the process of writing that song exposed some things in us. It did. It kicked. It, the, it, it kicked this whole. It kicked started all of yeah. it off. Yeah. And what had we not done that? I mean, where would it be? Mm-hmm. We might not. <laughs> I might have. We might not be sitting in this RV right now. Ooh. I mean, it's weird how 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 things in your life, that, the little decisions you make, can have some great impacts when you parlay it out. And so, what 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 has been the so so I'll I'll start you off here. Instead of asking that question, putting you on the spot, I'll give you what's on my mind. Right. You know, the reason I ask that question is. The big truth that I feel like, you know, after a year of doing this, 32 episodes or so, thinking about it, reflecting on it, the word expectation keeps coming up for you and me. And and I think it's super relevant to most small business owners mm-hmm. um, because, you know, expectations are have everything to do with why we are small business owners. Now, those of us who nail that, if, if, you're, if you're in that fortunate crowd where you started a business and your expectations were actually based in reality and they were doable and, and you're hitting those, then you're likely to feel good, I think, about your small business. If your expectations were, uh, you know, not in reality, come to find out, then I think the way you feel about small business is very different. And it's and it may have nothing to do. You may actually be doing better numbers than your competitor, or you may actually be exceeding the industry average. But if your expectations are way beyond that, then maybe you feel like a failure. And so throughout the course of this year, it kind of keeps like the the underpinning of everything to a lot of our conversations has a lot to do with how how are you really deciphering reality where you exist within your industry or your business. And, you know, kind of the scary part that you and I actually talk about off air a lot. I don't know how much we've probably talked about it on air too, but how much are you willing to look in that mirror and say, you know what, come to find out. I like to sing. I really enjoy singing, but come to find out I sing at birthday parties and I don't sing at sold out stadiums. (laughs) And, and are you okay with actually saying that? Right. That's my lesson this year. So your, your big reflection mm. is the lesson of, of, of uh, proper expectations. I mean, I would sum it up. We call it the big truth of small business. I would sum it up in just trying to identify, here's what reality is, and here's how I fit into that reality. What about you? Um, I would say that the uh, the big reflective moment, or if I could say the most important reflective thing for the year for me is, uh, and maybe it's a, a big truth of small business, is that you need to have a clear understanding of what moves you, what of what gets gets you up in the morning, and where you're going. If you don't have a clear direction about where you're going and why you're going there, then you're going to be the bumper car that's aimlessly bumping around. And so it kind of it kind of ties into your expectation thing because. You you're 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 obviously going to 
place some misplaced expectations around something where you haven't clearly defined. So of course you're not going to meet it because you've not clearly defined it. Right. And I think when, when I think about people who are struggling in their finances, more often than not, actually say most often, they have no financial business plan. They have no clear understanding of even what their net pay is and and how it divides out amongst their bills and what money they may have left over. They don't have any plan. They have no direction. They have no and so they're they're letting the the you know the, the tail wag the dog, you know, and and that that happens in small business in small business, I think, quite a bit. And I think we all, if we're not careful, that can happen to us. Right. Um, and so part of what this year has been is we've we've been stopping and evaluating, stopping and listening, stopping and reevaluating, and and, and 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 getting and it's taken us a year. We in 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 January of twenty so we partnered up in October of nineteen. In January of twenty twenty, we sat down to map out our new brand together and our new business together and everything we were gonna do and and then we we left there with well, that wasn't quite what what we wrote down. Right. We started it. Yep. And then what we, and what we got out of it was we need we need to spend some time reflecting on mm. what it is we're trying to do. That's right. And so we spent a whole year doing that, and that's what the big truce has been. The big truce has been a major part of us discovering what the heck we're going to do, so we can put a clear road ahead of us and begin to accomplish it. It, it, it is, and I would hope anybody listening to any given episode would kind of get this out of it, which is we discuss this today. It's important to be on mission in your small business. Now, each episode we we may have shot, you know, may have uh, a, a broadcast here talks about a different element or a different version of that. But you know, you you say it's taken us a year. I mean, the reality is we're we're honing in. Every episode you've listened to throughout the course of the year has brought us closer and closer. A in my opinion, to the right expectations and what, where do we sit in our market? Where do we sit in our business? Where do we sit in what world? And this is the, here, here's the dirty part. Here's that part, Greg Wiggins, if you're listening. Here's that corner of the basement, the wet part in the corner nobody wants to talk about. What are you actually willing to do? <laughs> because if your expectations are a level 100, but you're actually willing to do a level 25 there's going to be some angst there so the more your expectations meet up with what you're actually willing to do here in fact if that becomes a part of the conversation about setting your expectations then we can get somewhere now now we actually have the truth we have we're, we know what the business owner is willing to commit in in terms of dollars in terms of time in terms of effort and that really should frame what they expect to get out of their small business. Now, today, Joe and I talked a lot about the mission of your small business. And again, I think we've been honing in on, this has been kind of looming we, through every we, episode. We've been crafting our mission <laughs> through this process. Maybe, maybe it's easier for some people. For for Joe and I, <laughs> for Joe and I, it's like, you know, kind of danced around this thing. And, and Well, it, we talked about it in Act 2. We did talk about it. In Act, Act two, two was was a, was a huge show. We did talk about it. I mean, we got Act one and Act two, and Act two was we feel like we're in Act two, and there's an Act three that, that, that we want to get to at some point. But Act two was I've I've chased it for for a while in Act one. I, I've done the grind. I've I've I had the probably unrealistic expectations about some things. I'm a little more wise now. I'm a little more polished. I know who I am a little a little more. I should be able to craft something out in Act Two that not only accomplishes the financial goals, but it accomplishes some other goals out there that are important. But when you narrow that down to what is the mission, that's where the that's where it really ends up. Because that's when you go to 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 start doing your business planning. That's everything revolves around what are we here to do, Travis? Give it to me. What's your mission? I don't want to talk about that. Right uh, you can't preach. The, the you, preach. You can't. You can't preach without can, giving can, it. Can I get uh, an amen? Amen. But amen. Travis, what is your God, mission? Amen. Since it's that critical. 
Well, look, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm there yet. You're on the spot, I baby. Told, I told the whole you, year. I told you every show moves us a little closer. <laughs> but what? Give what, me a piece of what, it. One thing we did say, and it's, it's, I'm it's, holding them accountable, boys. It's the hard gospel truth. Was maybe we haven't done such a good job communicating mission. We have to have one to, to communicate. Actually, people. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. I mean, you know, the 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 mission. You talk about our podcast or our small business. Uh, I just thought you just talked about mission. I'm trying to figure out where, uh, what, what your mission is. I'm not ready to talk about the mission. <laughs> Call it out. I'm going to defer on the mission. <laughs> what what, I, what I'm suggesting is what I'm suggesting is if there's no clear mission, which obviously there's not. <laughs> In our small business. Hopefully there is in yours that's listening. <laughs> but if you don't know the mission and you're not willing to say what the mission is. So here's what the mission is definitely not with us is I'm not going to put the stress on our people of some grandiose mission. And I'm not going to give them the supplies to do that with. I'm not going to invest in an infrastructure for them to achieve it. And so then every day they come to work and they feel like they're not accomplishing. They're not making uh, their goals. You know, and I think we've been guilty of that a little bit, and I think we're going to cor- course correct on that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, I'll let you off the hook a little bit with the mission. Give me the mission. Because well, well, are I'm you going to give the mission? Well, I'm. I'm. A, here's where I think you're you're going with it. I am going to give you the mission. I think what you're saying is is that as business owners, I feel like this year for us has been probably less clear about what our mission is because we've been. We've been investigating this in in a big way, well, for a, and it's been a you you and I are, are both very hesitant to use this, and we don't. But it really is reality, which is we've been developing all this in the middle of the strangest years since I've been alive. Yeah, I mean, our best laid plans of marketing and growth and all kinds of things ha- have have quite a bit been adjusted because of the COVID year. So that so twenty twenty has been COVID uh, has been huge. So. But but I think what you're saying is, is small business people in general operate, even if they have a, a, a clear idea about who they are and what they are and what they want to accomplish in their own head, it's not readily communicated to the people. And so if the, you know, what big business does pretty well for the most part is how they get big is they, they clearly define their vision about who they are and where they're going and what their objectives are, which really is what the mission is. It's the, it's the, it's the goals or the objectives and the mission can change. Usually the vision and values do not, but the mission can change depending on where you are in your business. And so, um, you know, in our business, uh, a general mission is because we're in the property management business. It's to protect the owner's money protect their investment, protect and grow their investment. That's what we do. Um, there's about four key components off of how we do that. And I think ha- if we had that on the wall or we, and we had that mentioned in every single meeting, this time next year, every single one of our people would be like, oh yeah, yeah, we, we protect and defend the owner's money and this is how we do it. We collect rent, we, you know, we, we place tenants, we, we move rehabs quickly, we, we, we maintain their properties and we do it, you know, we do it effectively. You know, they, would, they would knock this stuff out and, and, and understand the mission that and we're trying to accomplish. Even more specifically, we, we even discussed that you know, you're a big data guy and you've, you've won me over to that way of thinking. I mean, that our people actually need you know, a number. And again, this is kind of a management philosophy. I was discussing with you a book that kind of is popular in our industry now, gaining some traction, but that everybody has one key metric that they're really responsible for in your small business. And when and if you go and you start asking your people, and I'd challenge anybody listening to this today that's got multiple employees, you know, and, and you go to that person, hey, you know, what what number are you responsible for? in this business is it collections is it sales is it you know how many phone calls are taken per day or what, what whatever it is and you know i think what joe and i have kind of explained or talked about today was uh maybe a little guilty of our people don't have a clear like numeric goal around what they do and i was sharing with joe i had a really good leader in my life at some point that said do your people know what a win is do they know when they go to work and they leave if they won that day and you know i think we've been a little guilty of that 
in terms of our leadership of our people, of not defining super clearly what a win is, what the win is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and, and in their world, that's their daily mission. That's their daily mission. And organizations that understand this and actually build an infrastructure around that and a pay structure and incentive plans around all that, these daily wins, these weekly wins, these monthly wins, these yearly wins, that's why they grow. That's right. That's why they just grow. Because everybody is moving in the same direction. Uh, and that's hard to do, and, and we get sidetracked. So that's what, that's what the, the podcast is for. The podcast is to bring in other people that see it differently, communicate it differently, give me a different way to grab a hold of a, of a concept. Who have succeeded in that area. If you take a, if you take a, uh, a Rubik's Cube and you try to solve it by never turning the Rubik's Cube in terms of flipping the side that you're looking at, if you try to solve it by only looking at one side, I don't think you'd solve it ever. I've never saw. Have you ever solved one? I haven't, but I've watched kids do a completely (laughs) corrupted one in like three minutes. It angers me when I see that. So, but I tell you what they don't do. They don't do it by not turning and twisting and and, and looking at that Rubik's Cube from all sides. And so the, the big truth is that it's looking at business concepts um, different experiences from different people, even different industries to help us look back on and reflect on our own Rubik's Cube. All right, so I got one for you. This just shows you rubbing off on me a little bit. And I feel like I've rubbed off on you a little sure, bit. Sure, I, I, I frankly polished you up a little bit. <laughs> You're still working. Still working work, process. It's a working process, people. Uh, there needs to be a GoFundMe for that. <laughs> but... um in in terms of um, the upcoming political climate that we're facing, I mean, let's get real. So we're it's December thirtieth, and if you own a small business, and yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, if you own a small business in America right now, we're we're still in. I mean, this is the year of chaos. It's interesting because the year has been so chaotic. And so crazy and so much misinformation has been just part of your daily diet of internet speak. Right now, we've got a a president that is, is he, who's he suing? Is this going to the Supreme Court? Is he still, is he going to leave office on January 20th? Is is Biden actually going to be our president? There's this, uh, uh, bill that's before Congress now it's, it's being debated. Is it going to be It's going to have a direct effect on the industry Joe and I are in. I mean, like a, it's going to have an effect on everybody, but it's going to have like a real effect on our ability to evict tenants who don't pay. We're in the property management business. Um, so we're watching this. But in terms of businesses, Joe, in this uncertain, now we, by the way, we did a podcast on uncertainty uh, in, in the midst of all this. But what is kind of your prognosis? This is a year in show. Uh, what, what is your prognosis for the business climate moving into this uncertain year of 2021? Well, I think that 2020 creeped up. I don't think it creeped up. 2020 slapped us against the face. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody was sitting here prepared for it. Uh, Again, you had businesses that you couldn't dream of that would somehow explode in a pandemic, exploding. You got real estate sales at a super all-time high in Atlanta, Georgia, during a pandemic. Ridiculous. Nobody could predict this. Um, RV sales. Any kind of entertainment, motorcycles. Four-wheelers are You can't gone. buy them. Yeah. They, they, they ran out of, the manufacturers couldn't produce enough. So again, you've seen you've seen some things happen that was not predictable at all. There's no predictability in it, and uh, and, it, and it also came up on us without any warning. And so here we are, you know, ten months later after the first you know idea that this coronavirus was a problem. And we're moving into 2021 with a new president who thinks very differently about all this stuff. Um, 
I mean, really, and we and what we don't have is we don't have the Georgia Senate votes done. There's two more votes, two more senators that need to be selected, and that coming up that could even have another dramatic impact because if the entire uh, government, Senate, House, and President are all Democrats, um, it's going to be a, a quite a bit significantly different approach towards the remaining coronavirus pandemic problem. Uh, and how to economically deal with the fallout. And so I think that this year is a year of, 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 of being a little careful, um, socking a little money away, but continue to invest in your business. But, but let's, let's don't take huge risk. Let's, let's be, uh, intentional about having some, some, you know, some extra uh, funding for things to come that we may not know. Uh, our, as you said, our industry could look very different six months from now. I mean, it could look very different. And, you know, when we decided in 2022 to sort of invest heavily in some marketing, I mean, we basically got no play out of that marketing this year. We spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in any other year would have produced very different results. And so I think this year you're going to see a little more selective pullback because the philosophy of the administration's quite a bit different. And we're still, I don't think we've felt the real outcome or long-term effects of the pandemic, the economic effects. You know, it's been it's been pushed up by some things that are. I don't know. I don't think I don't. It's kind of like what happened during the the real estate crash. There was a house of cards being built, right. and it it got built for a long time. It, it's being built as we speak. Th- this idea of printing, <laughs> I say printing, of distributing printing, is it two trillion? Was that the number that I was at one or two? It was a. With a T trillion. Oh yeah. Um, the the idea that in any way, over a long period of time, this is that this is going to be something that is not painful or that helps us avoid pain is inaccurate in my limited opinion here. So I, I think what we do as small business owners, look, this is who we are. I've accused you of this. I've used this. Uh, <laughs> I've used this term, you know, against you. This is the time of opportunist, in my opinion. You've got to look at the landscape. So I, I go on an appointment yesterday. A lady was moving. She's moving really quick, has to rent her house. She could sell her house 10 times over. She doesn't want to. She wants to move back into it when she retires. She loves her house. She's going to rent it. So I'm in her, I'm in her living room yesterday. And she's talking to me about everything that's going on here. You know, what about the pandemic? What about, you know, people who's losing their jobs? And I said, well... The good thing about that, where we sit now versus a few months ago, is I've got data now on which jobs thrived during the pandemic. Who kept making money during the pandemic? What industries benefited from the pandemic? And so now we point our approval process and our property management business towards those tenants who are more likely to actually have a job if we have another shutdown or we have, if this, if this thing spikes. So I would say what's different about the end of the year versus the middle of the year is some of this is not speculation. We have some data around what's going to work during a pandemic. We're going to be in this situation. Everything looks like for maybe another four or five months optimistically here. And so in terms of small business, you know, uh, we do have some information to go off of now that we didn't have earlier in the year. And we do we do kind of know, kind of know what works in this environment. And the longer we're in this environment, it's up to us as small business owners to adapt to it. That's what we've always done. And I don't I don't see this as dramatically different. Look, I'm not happy about it. I'm not inviting it, but it's M is who we are. Yeah, I think in any in any climate, there's opportunity. Uh the opportunity may not reside in the business that you sit. And that's the that's the, the place you got to be careful with. So it is important to, to dial back and get out of your own 
world for a minute to, to look and see what's actually working. Who's benefiting? Where the government, if the government's going to take over everything, where, where are they putting their dollars? How do we get a piece of it? You know, if that's what you want to do. And so, um, and it may be that, that the business you're in completely looks different. It may be. You could be in a dying business. You could be in the one that's killing it. You also, RV sales have been off the hook this year. Doesn't mean they're going to be off the hook next year. That's right. Don't 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 go in and buy an RV part because you think it's going to be killing or or, or maybe an RV part will because people own the RVs. But the guy who sells the RVs next year, right. it may look very different. That's right. So some of this stuff is unexplainable, is what I'm saying as well. It's unexplainable. We cannot explain why some of these things are happening. We cannot explain why home sales are what they are. Right. It, 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 it don't all quite marry up yet. Um, but there's always opportunity for the ones that are paying attention and, 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 so, and that have margin to take advantage of opportunity. Okay, so that, that, that's where I was going with it. So th- this kind of exposes everything. When you're in the midst of uncertainty, it exposes everything. It exposes what are your margins in your personal life, in your business life, I mean, what what have you uh, decided is okay in terms of uh, the money that you take out of your business versus the money that you leave in your business, right? But again, I mean, I I, I stress the idea that entrepreneurs are going to be around in every environment. Now, look here. Here's all here's millionaires all. are made in crises. Millionaires, no, no question. Here, Billionaire, according to the last report I saw. <laughs> The net worth of the of the billionaires went up by like oh, four went up, went up yeah, by four trillion. Up. Yeah, it went up in the pandemic. Yeah, it went up. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> there, there were a number of obvious things. I mean, you you, you know for sure uh, anybody that supplies um, the, the PPE, <laughs> anybody that supplies testing equipment, <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's some obvious things that happen in in any climate. But I, I think the idea, look. As, as terms of small business, one of our better, we've talked about this again on another show. One of our, the things that, that's kind of cool about owning a small, you can pivot, you can change quicker. Oh, yeah. It's less expensive. That's for, the beautiful thing about small business. It's less expensive for us to change than our competition that's got 400 locations. Okay. They're, they're not changing next Monday. We, we possibly could change next Monday if we wanted to. Absolutely. Uh, it's one of the biggest advantages of small business. Is your ability to adapt and change quickly where Apple cannot. That's right. If the pandemic for some reason changed completely, you know, our idea of of communic of a phone and what we expect out of a phone, it, it would not be a their whole platform is based on that. They couldn't make that change very quickly. So um, that, that's a huge advantage, small business. I mean, it might be a show down the road is what are the advantages of small business over big business? And we'll expose some of that in the coming year. And I think that's, uh, so, so let's talk about in the new year. What, what are we going to do differently in the big truths? The big truths. Well, we've made a, 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 a pretty strong decision today to double triple down can i just say this about that decision before you go there i am definitely the and this sounds horrible i don't know that i can say this in 2020 i can't act i actually can't say that go ahead okay it's it's prohibitive i can't okay yeah well uh we we've we've decided to really double down the business triple down the business and or not the business but but the podcast by by going serious in the video side so we bought the RV. The RV was not so we could sit in the RV and podcast. It was to have a a permanent video four or five camera setup, a, a studio that is mobile and that produces a, a, a near broadcast quality show for our audience. And that's coming. All right, I'm going to go ahead and, and we're say, buying the equipment I, I, tomorrow. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to go ahead and say what can't be said. All right, so I'm the husband that comes home and looks at the wife and goes, "You ordered what on Amazon? Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> and she looks at me and says, honey, we had to have it. We had to have it. We had to have it. It wasn't a choice. Yeah, we had to have it. We, we are, we are, this is in, 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 in kind of a build it and they will come philosophy that I've lived by. Um, <laughs> and I can, and I can trace this back to so many things in my life. When I first started to learn to play the guitar, I didn't go buy the, the guitar in the pawn shop for a hundred dollars or $50. I went and spent $1,500 and bought a, a high end guitar. And that was back in the nineties. And that was a lot of money. Back, so back when you didn't have 1500 that was a, that was a credit card purchase that got paid off over a long period of time. So I did that because I thought, well, if I, if I, if I put the best instrument in my hands, I'd feel a little back pressure to, 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 to pick it up a little more often. If it was a nice one, expensive one, it also would sound pretty damn good. It, it would sound, but even if you, even if I wasn't the professional musician, when you, when you strum that chord, you, you know, and I'm in the store and the guy's demonstrating that, right? He's going, boom, boom. And he picks the other one up, boom, boom. I'm going, and I'd, I'd already learned three chords by it. I'm going, uh, wow, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Which made me want to pick it up some more. It's pretty so easy. You're pretty easy sell. That's a, that's a great analogy of what we're doing here in the RV is if we put together a studio that's ready to go, that's well-designed, simple to use, and produces a very quality product then one, we're more likely to do it. And I think this is something y'all need to pay attention to. This is something you can do, apply in your business. We're more likely to do it without doing it. We have no success in it. So we're more likely to do the video and do the, do the show. Um, we are more likely to produce a quality product because we're not sitting in here with iPhones trying to make things sync up. And cause we, we started this right. And recorded 12 shows probably with the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And could get, couldn't get it to sync up with the, with the audio. It, it just didn't work because um, we're recording the audio separately. And and it was a static show. It was just a one-shot show. We're going to have five cameras with different views. And so what, 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 what we found was is the payoff wasn't worth the effort. Um, but this is going to have a, 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 a quality product that we're more likely to do, that we get excited about. Uh, it, it is a... a uh, a type of technology that's going to last. It's going to be around. So it's not a short-term decision. It's a long-term decision. And uh, I, I think that's, uh, in my business, when I think about many of the things I've done over the years, it was that approach that made my venture successful. I, I went into it with a, with a clear, now I've done some real study here. I didn't just jump in and go buy the, let's go buy the most expensive thing. This has been hundreds of hours now of research on what the right thing to do is and why. And so I've got some clarity around it. And I think that's, I think that's the takeaway. And, 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 and if you build it, they will come. That's what we're expecting. We're expecting to take the RV, the mobile RV podcast studio on the road. It, have a good time. Number one still is our number one stated goal is to have a good time doing it. So we decided that's the mission. The 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 mission is to have a good time. That's right. And and so that that's that's what we're going to do. It'll be a good time even if it takes all night. All right, go ahead. That's pretty good. <laughs> so you got me off topic. You threw, you, 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 you threw me a little bit there. No, I mean I, I think it's it, one of the things we talked about today is you got to make it okay to be okay. You got to make it okay to say you know what, dadgummit, here's what we're going to do. I could make more money if I spent my time doing this in my small business, but here's what I really want to do. And and there's a part of us that feels guilty about that. Oh, yeah. And we feel like that that for some reason as a small business owner, the idea is make the most amount of money. In fact, make, some, make the most amount of money in the least amount of time. You know, that, that kind of stuff. And right. I, I don't know that that takes you very far. No, I don't think so. But I, I do have something for you right here. What do you got? If you're interested in hearing it. The song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure we're going to hear it. It's a great it. song. We're going to hear it. Because this is what it's all about right here. Even if it 
tastes all night. Pass that bottle around the campfire. Sipping apple pie moonshine. Yeah, we picking on them guitars. Mm. Just right. Everybody singing this. Land of I don't have some good time. So, that little vibe right there, that's what I want to do. I want to have a good time. <laughs> and uh, listen, we didn't get into small business to not have a good time. If there ain't, if we're not creating via the, the, the income we're earning or the time we're freeing up, or the the mental space that we that we that we are able to 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 work inside of, if we're not creating some good times, hey, look, what the heck are we doing? It, doing a small business? If you're not creating some good times, go get you a job with some benefits. Is what I say. At least at least get you a matching four hundred one. I mean, you know, let's make some decisions here. And so I think twenty twenty ended up being that for for Joe and I. Ho- I hope you got. Some of that, the podcast that uh, a part of when we're talking to you, we're actually decision. Here's the cool thing about our podcast. I'm not sure exists in a lot that we listen to. Not many I listen to is that is what, what we're discussing and talking about. We're doing real. We're, we're making decisions off of these topics and those decisions have impacts just like they would in your life. When you make a major decision, Mm -hmm. you're just, you're listening to us do it. We talked about it today. I, I was thinking, uh, it's been some time since I played a golf course that wasn't 15 minutes away from me. That's right. Uh, let's go play some golf courses that are not 15 minutes away from me. This is we're by the way, we own our own business. By, by the way, we live in, in basically Atlanta, Georgia, which is a hub of fantastic golf courses within an hour of where we're sitting right yeah, now. So why can't we throw a day away? to go play golf what's the point of owning your business if you don't so you know talking about 2021 i I hope this has been a year 2020 that you can reflect on that helps you bring you to a, a a much more fruitful thoughtful intentional 2021 i i don't think it's good enough to say though i just want to make more money in 2021 i think we all know deep down that money is not the end all be all. It's actually the root of all evil. In fact, um, that money is only a tool, uh, a tool to, to, to use, to have a good time, to have some real times, to have some authentic times, to, to, to have some new times with some new people. Um, that, that's what money is. It's just a tool. And so that has been what, what 2020 is for me is understanding why we're doing this, what it's all for. If we don't have that in perspective, how can we even state the right mission statement or the right, that, that is my big truth. What's it all for? I've thought about it this year and 2021 is going to be structured a lot more around what's important to me and not letting environmental and and outside business influence and and even people I don't want to influence me influence what's important to me I need to I need to 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 map my day with what's important to me and not fit what's important to me in what's left of the day hmm. I like that you know you're, you're talking about that one of the things I think go is a pretty good ingredient for some people in 2021 is this I love saying it just came, it just came to me, Joe. This just came to me. It came to me. It makes it more impactful. Is the board of directors? Do you remember the board of directors show? Mm-hmm. We discussed a board. You brought of the board of directors up on about five shows. I love the board of directors. It's been this imp- is the sixth show. It's been impactful. <laughs> it is. It's been impactful. Do we have one? We need to get a. We we need to get a deeper version. So that's something we can. We'll do an update. Let's do an update. Travis, let's tell the audience who our board directors are. You and me? (laughs) (laughs) No. It it has to start with ourselves being a board. There there are some others, I think. We We, we actually started the very beginning of the year. This was something that, this may be a show too. Uh, 
the very beginning of the year, it might have been late last year, when we re, when we rebranded. I, I need to I need to reconcile what I'm about to say with what I just said, mm-hmm. which is I want to put what's That's, important to me in my schedule first and let other things go around it. But let me, let me reconcile what I said back in October that, or, or that, ish. That's the hard part of being recorded, by the way, oh, is, yeah. is you actually do have to reconcile. I'm to reconcile what I just said, because yeah. here's what I'm about to say. Over a year ago, when we rebranded, and I, I don't think this to be off. That's why I got to reconcile it. Um, I wanted to treat our new brand sort of like a person call it a person an entity because i believe that we were operating a little more incongruent like we were the business and so the new brand for me was well it's its own entity it's its own person it's it it needs to be treated as such uh and I'm wondering how I reconcile the idea of making the business as important as being a, a, a person or an entity that should be, that I shouldn't take advantage of. Okay. Cause that's what we talked about. We talked about, we don't rape your business of money. Um, you know, uh, be, be fair to this entity that needs to grow and survive and thrive on its own. And don't, and, and because other people depend on it, not just you, uh, with what's important to me in my time. How do you reconcile those? This is to, what to, to wrap the show up. I mean, this is what very few of our listeners do, unfortunately. If I can call you out for a minute, Mr. Listener, um, if you do this well, then you're in the minority. I mean, so very few of us separate our business from ourselves. You know, when I talk to a property owner and they're asking about, should I start an LLC? Should I deed my property, my rental property over to an LLC or to some entity? And we have that conversation and they, and they, they really have just heard, they have no idea what that actually means. And so we start talking about it. And, and one of the things I talk about is you think of that entity as a, you're creating kind of this new person. It's not you. You you know what you're actually giving up ownership of this property to the entity that owns the property. And so if you think about it in the way that I think we've thought about it is you become a caretaker now. You become a member of the board of directors. You become a shareholder. You become an employee of this new entity. And I think that's what we started with this think, year. Well, and what what I That was helpful. I think I think it's just healthy in general to think of your business that way. And it was it's it's been very helpful because it it uh, it gives your business a, a little more flight, a little more wings. So, in wrapping up the Reflection Twenty Twenty show, let's do our very last. As a man thinketh a by few. James Allen, sort of read you know open the book read read a paragraph it's been a few episodes it has been i think i think we lay it down in 2020 right here wow and i just opened it up and it was on the page called vision and values no i'm sorry vision and ideals so i'm gonna read it and you're gonna comment it Mm. out to a close and you got about a minute to do that all right god help me the dreamers are the saviors of the world as the visible world is sustained by the invisible so men through all their trials and sins and sordid vocations are nourished by the beautiful visions of their solitary dreamers humanity cannot forget its dreamers it cannot let their ideals fade and die it lives in them. It knows them as the realities, which all one day see. We'll all one day see and know. Wow! Ooh. There's my life message right there. I am the one that dreams. Joe, you dream. 
listener, I'm guessing if you have in any version listened this long, you are in fact a dreamer. And you know what? It is the dreamer that produces the restaurant you eat at, the uh, the shop that you shop at, the Amazon package that you ordered for Christmas this year. Um, it, wow. it, it is the dreamer that creates the society that you live in. I am fascinated by that uh, little paragraph you read there. Mm. It is the invisible it is it is God Himself that holds this whole thing together, and you know what? Any any overly pragmatic person would call our God. They would say you're nothing but a dreamer, and and He is a dreamer, and that's the part. Look, it's that dream that helped you start this small business, and it's that dream that helped me get my car fixed this afternoon when I dropped it off at the shop, that got the pizza that we ate tonight. It all started with somebody's dream. I think that's a that's an awesome way to end it. I agree. We'll end it right there. Thanks for listening, guys, to the big truths of small business in 2020. We will see you next year. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth of small business. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent Property Management. We place good tenants and collect your rent. Maintain your properties and account for it. Truth. We got the truth. We gon' we got the sign truth. It out. We, we got, got the big truth. A small business sponsored by SRN. A new bumper coming to you soon. We're out.